Good evening. If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely you are currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this was a show about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd, and today I'm joined by my co-host, confidant, and witch who has tasked me with receiving several pieces of fairy tale iconography so my wife can get pregnant. It's Maddie Bar. Beans. Get them beans. I require beans. Beans for sustenance. Maddie, this is a very special episode because we're joined outside the booth by a bunch of lunatics. We are. We're in the middle of a rave and a... What the fuck? What's the word for that? A uh, street party. Football party. Football party. The Chicago Bears are outside this booth right now. Some idiot was like, hey, you know where we should hold our big party? It's called a tailgate. A tailgate? Our tailgate should be outside a building dedicated to audio recording. It's like if you went and had a party in front of one of those news studios where they have a live window right behind the right. table. It's that disrespectful. What is Al Roker supposed to do when the Lumineers won't shut up? Exactly. Hey, I'm trying to film something here. I'm trying to record a podcast. I'm trying to report the news. I'm Al Roker. It's not. A, I'm Al Roker and I push... I push butter? butters out of the way. I push butter. I'm oh no, we're working. time doxing ourselves again. Maddie, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, firstly, I'd like to discuss the Oklahoma octopus. Oh, He's a lesser known cryptid who I love and is dear to my heart. He's squishy and squiggly. He's an octopus. He's a good friend. The Oklahoma octopus is a cryptid generally said to inhabit some freshwater man-made lakes in Oklahoma including Lake Thunderbird, Ulaga Lake Ulaga, and Lake Tenkiller, where it attacks and kills unsuspecting swimmers. There is no existing footage of it. He just exists. Just in case you were curious of whether we knew this. in our heart. He's only in our hearts. Um, So I love the first section. I'm on the cryptid wiki. And the first thing they talk about is the evidence supporting the existence of this creature. And the first thing it says is, no physical evidence exists. Hmm. Well, that's how you know it's legit. That'll only, hold up in court. There's only two reasons why people think this this lad is out there. Mm-hmm. And why he is out there, because he's my friend and I know him. I met him. He's my best friend. Uh, is because a lot of people keep drowning in these lakes. Oh. And at one point, a dude found a little octopus in a body of water in a man-made body of water but that's where in oklahoma oh 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 no octopuses in Oklahoma. so they're like oh this is this must be the baby to a much bigger one who is fucking Uh, leviathaning ah, around okay picking people up like they did frodo baggins and trying to suck them under the water 
And this is just the little guy. And this is just this is just its baby. This is its son. This is son of Oklahoma octopus. Son of a cryptid. Son of a cryptid. Is it in multiple man-made lakes? Like it, it jumps between, yes. and you know what's great? If bodies of water? If you want to look at this, it's on the cryptid wiki. But um, Maddie, as you'll see, there are, uh, here's a map of Oklahoma. Yes. And the red marks are places where people say that this octopus is. And he's like right in the middle and then in a few places sporadically in the northeast. Incredible. It, he really gets around, huh? Yeah. For an octopus. For an octopus. Well, he's got all those legs. Who's supposedly massive. In the nighttime, you know. Yes. When the Oklahoma I think so. people aren't doing anything. While the while the country slumbers, the not... octopus creeps out of its crypt and it makes its way for its greatest ruse. When They'll they're... never catch on to my shenanigans when I change puddles. <laughs> <laughs> There's two. I've zoomed into this map. First of all, wow. Oklahoma. What a place. What really. a swanky place. I love its little outcropping that goes above Texas. You That's could, snazzy. You could really cut the... It's like all the other... I don't know. Are these <laughs> counties, right? All the other counties are all wiggly as counties mm -hmm. are want to be. But then those three yeah, are Yeah, they're just perfectly straight. pristine. It looks like, I don't know, a piece of Lego or brick wall. And you really could just chop those three off. Is that gerrymandering? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe the rest of it is oh, what's gerrymandering. Oh, shit. Yeah, that just what's seems, the gerrymandering? That just looks like a little Oklahoma, piece of what's your dizzy? Maybe they're gerrymandering. Maybe that's why the octopus moves around. Oh my God, to get he's into trying different to different counties. Yes, for voting rights, of course. Obviously. Oh, he's swaying our elections. We're all worried about Russians uh, ruining the American. Yeah, Russia's not here, but you know what is in Oklahoma? An octopus. An octopus. A big one. Vladimir Putin has nothing on this octopus. He is single handedly wreaking havoc. He's my friend, yes. But, but I don't also... fully support his life decisions and the way he is taking our country. He's eight-handedly. He's eight. Sorry, I just you said one-handed, single-handedly, and that's not factually accurate. <laughs> Gerrymandering cryptids. Gerrymandering cryptids and octopi. Jerry. 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 Let's now. call him Jerry. Jerry of Oklahoma. Oklahoma Jerry. How come they don't bring this up in the musical Oklahoma? You know, it's because they're cowards. Maybe during the scene transitions, that's when he moves. So it's like Oklahoma and they do a car with fringe and then they move to the next scene and the lights go dark, right? And the stage hands are moving everything around and in the back is just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. you can see this octopus like crawling across the plains. See, when they made New Oklahoma that fucks, I was like, oh, they'll put the octopus back in. Right, and now... they didn't because they're fucking cowards. Damon Duano, you're a coward. And the fact that you're in this musical and you support it and allow it to prepare on Broadway without putting our good friend, Jerry, the gerrymanding Oklahoma octopus, is quite frankly it's a sin. A, it's abomination. It's Truly. an affront on, like, what would Greg Broadway say? What would he say? He was yeah. so upset when the original Oklahoma came out. Now he's dead and a ghost. And he's like, Damon, the fuck are you doing? You didn't even include my boy. Didn't include my son, my special boy. I really enjoy the visual of an octopus galloping. <laughs> Just like. Galloping across the night Oklahoma sky. Mm-hmm. In the moonlight. In the moonlight. On its shiny octopus body. Oh, glistening. Sometimes It's it glorious. He's like wearing a... little shoes because it hurts his feet. Aw. But that's the only clothes he has. He has little shoes. I was going to say, sometimes he bumps into like horses or other things like haystacks and he gets like stuff stuck to him or whatever. There's a farmer outside tending to his horses like, all right, best time to go in for the night. 
And then he turns around and it's like... <laughs> he sees just like an octopus in the shape of a horse trying to blend in in the darkness. But oh, he's old yes. and he's cataract, so he can't really so tell. can't tell. That's everyone in Oklahoma is just old. So This is a fact. It's easy peasy. All See, he has to do is like stand still and they're like, mm, that's a funny looking tree. Well, here's the funny thing. In. Is that Oklahoma that fucks the Broadway show is about how in the country... The country... The, the, country the state of Oklahoma. of Oklahoma. No, it's a country now. The country law. of Oklahoma, there was a wild, sexy, sexy day mm-hmm. where everyone had sex because everyone was so sexy and on Broadway. Yes. That they stopped making people after that day. Everyone who's alive was born there in like the late 1800s when Oklahoma just, takes place. Now they're just done. Now they're done. They ma- stopped making people there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes and sense. nobody moves there. It's like Brigadoon. You can't get in or out. <laughs> right. You're just there and you're old and you die. And also the octopus is there. Let's just shove multiple musicals and some octopi into one joke. And it's fucking comedy. There That's art. Go. That's the pinnacle We're of artists. comedy. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than a giant octopus just slurping around in the in the plains of Oklahoma. He's like a big, he's like a big tumbleweed. He does. He pretends he to be rolls. a big tumbleweed. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. That's how he does it. Jerry's your octopus. Aiden. Yes. I have a question for you. I am listening and ready for the question. Can ghosts pay for stuff? Yes or no? Or or other answer? Well, let's think about it. Let's think about the way we pay for things. Think about the science of it. Can they hold money? Well, if the money died with them, I imagine it becomes ghost money, in which case they could purchase goods and services from other ghosts, but ghost not world. from physical beings. But I mean, like, in this world, could a ghost buy something? Also, can they haunt the money? Could they haunt my wallet? Yes. And haunt it all the way over to the register and be like, here you are, sir. Yes, I think so. I think that is entirely possible and is the plot of a classic Canadian show, My Roommate is a Rockstar. Just kidding. I just looked it up and it's uh, called, Dude, That's My Ghost! Dude! Dude, you're stepping in my ghost! My ghost! My ghost is right you there! You got your shoes in my ghost! Ah. I'm ghosting here! Get your ghost out of my way! <laughs> oh, God. So if you're unfamiliar with this show, it's an abomination and affront on God produced by a Canadian animation studio. It looks pretty good, though. No, it's not. It was bad. Dude, that's my ghost. Dude, dude, that's my ghost. Yes, it has the best title objectively. Sure. But it's about, like, if Justin Bieber became a ghost. Dude. Justin Bieber got killed uh, viciously and then became a ghost and became best friends with this rando teen. That's the show. That's my Whole ghost. show. That's my ghost? That's, that's my, my ghost. Dude, that's my emotional support ghost. <laughs> so so um, this ghost could probably pay for yes, stuff. Yes, this ghost, I don't know, I can't remember what his name is. It's He's probably something like Kyle. Money. Ghost money. he definitely would possess a wallet and try to use that to purchase goods and services. Probably freak out some people and cause some shenanigans because, you know, cartoons. And... Classic. Maddie just did like the Italian, the Italian hand, and then hand I was like, gesture. "No one can hear it." But the other Italians out there, the other know. Italians could they'll sense feel it. Feel it. They'll be like, "Ah, yes." They'll put a hand up to their temple, and they're like, "Something just happened." Something's happening. I Something's can feel happening it. across the country. In my sauce, dude. That's my ghost. Dude, that's my ghost. He anyway, could pay for stuff. He could pay for stuff. 
Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom could Pays probably for pay stuff. for stuff because he was half ghost. Casper? Casper. Does Casper have a wallet? No, he doesn't have pockets. But could he pay for stuff? I suppose if he picked up some coins. I don't know what Casper's rules are, but I think he can interact physically with things. Casper's rules. Casper's law. Casper's law. Is he bound to that house he's often in? There was a Cartoon Network special in the early 2000s that I remember where he went to ghoul school and it wasn't the Scooby-Doo thing. And it was terrible, but he could leave his house. Did he pay for school or was it public school? I think it was public school. If a ghost ordered a... Well, because th- that's not an oh damn moment. Casper is not a class traitor, Maddie. <laughs> if a ghost... He's had... not a class traitor. He went to public school like an American. If a ghost was bound to a home, but they ordered like a pizza and the pizza guy showed up, could they pay for it? Like legally? Is that what you're saying? Like legally, like physically, like do ghosts have money? I mean, if someone left money for them, I suppose yes. The real question we should be asking ourselves is... Can ghosts get jobs? Mm, yes, there Can you go. Can they earn money? Can they get paid? Can they perform services or create goods? I mean, I feel like you could pay some. You could pay a ghost to haunt someone, right? Like even Probably. if they can't go work I at Best so. Buy, you could be like, "Hey, my aunt, she sucks. Her house very empty. Please haunt." And they'll Please be haunt. like, "Yes, c- catch me on Ghost Fiverr." <laughs> So I went to Best Buy the other day and there was a ghost working the cashier and I was like, excuse me, sir, are you allowed to do this? And he said, well, technically, no, because I don't pay taxes because I'm dead. But my boss is cool like that and he's helping me out. He doesn't have to give me breaks. And I said, bold of you to assume I'd also be cool. And I reported him to the police. So now he's in ghost jail because I'm a bad person. Can a ghost go to jail? Ghosts can go to jail. We know this. There's a whole series of movies about it called The Ghostbusters. How do they keep them in there, though? They have proton packs. But if it's a regular jail. It's not a regular jail. It said it's ghost jail. So the (laughs) Ghostbusters have to come out for every single... Just this this poor, simple ghost. He's just making an honest living. This tax dodger ghost in my America. Working at Best Buy. And the (laughs) Ghostbusters are in New York dealing with the big marshmallow guy. And they're like, hey, hold up, guys. We need you to come out to location that's not New York and deal with this Best Buy ghost. And they're like, oh, oh. Guess we gotta go deal with this ghost who's dodging his taxes. Wow. What a wacky life we lead. What a wacky life we lead. I hope nobody in New York is dodging any taxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be crazy. Yeah, no, no one in New York does crime. Mm, crimeless city is what they call it. It's just got ghost crimes. That's why we're here. Mm. Ghost crime. Dude, that's my ghost. Dude, that's my ghost. the part of the show where we do ad reads but given the fact that we're a new show and we have no ads maddie is doing a little dance while i do this i, I have nothing to do with my hands so i must nobody dance. Ha- you don't need to do that because nobody can see your hands this is an audio format i can see my hands the all-knowing audience that watches me at all times in another dimension can see my hands this is true and i understand your plight uh so normally we kind of like we riff and make bits and kind of edit them. But today I thought we'd do something different. Maybe this will become the norm. Maybe not. 
where we're we've made up some premises and we're going to throw them at the other person and they have to improvise an ad. So our first premise, I'm going to throw one at Maddie. It's Uncle Grungy's Sky Zamboni Service. Oh, do you have too many clouds in front of your house? You got to get rid of all of them? Oh, I've already plowed my front yard and I've raked all the leaves, but I got all these damn clouds over me and I just want some sunlight. I need that vitamin one that comes from the sun. Well, what what you need is Uncle Grungy's Sky Zamboni Service. We'll come out to your stupid house and we'll Zamboni all your clouds away so you can see the sun and get the vitamin that's the one that comes from the sun. That shit's smooth. Yeah. You, you've ever seen a Zamboni on ice? Well, then you, you don't even know how good it gets. The satisfaction of slurping up those clouds and getting that sun vitamin. <laughs> Maddie, what the fuck do you think a Zamboni is and what do you think it does? It smooths up. The ice? What is it sucking up, Maddie? It just kind of rolls over stuff. Yeah, but it sucks up the extra <laughs> ice, and clouds have water in them, which is ice, so it makes the sky like the smooth. Bed. It, does it makes the sky smooth it does. so I can get the sun vitamin. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Buy Uncle Grungy Sky Zamboni service today. 1-800-SKY-ZAMBONI. Thank you. 1-800-ZAMBORICIOUS. <laughs> yeah, suck up them clouds. And for Aiden, we'll tell you about the Slug Emporium. Hello, and welcome to the Slug Emporium. As you can see, this is my house that I've converted into a museum to celebrate all the lovely entomological studies I have conducted in my local area. You will find a wide variety of slugs and slug-adjacent creatures, such as the snail or the sloth. So come on down to the snail emporium and you'll find yourself having a snail of a time. <laughs> Dad, if you're watching this, please come home. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> There's lore. There's backstory. There's lore in the Slug Emporium. <laughs> Why does the Slug Man have? Family business. Oh, no. Maddie, bring us on home in this section of the show with something about our network. Well, hello. It's me, Maddie. Maddie Barr. Not one of those other Maddies, you know. And I'm here to tell you about our network. If you love disembodied voices, you're going to love this. Lorefolk is a part of the Podcast Network Network. We're a network of shows in Chicago, and we work together to support each other and local artists around town with our ads. We started selling ads at $5, so tell us and the world about all the cool shit that you're working on. Create a blood pact with the Podcast Network Network today. Would you shoot a cryptid if you saw one? You know, it would depend on circumstances. If I was walking in the woods and I stumbled upon some sort of woodland critter, no. Because I'm in their house. I'm the intruder here. Right. What right do I have to walk into the house of God 
You can't shoot God. The forest God, of in course. In his own house. It's Pan. I stumbled upon Pan. Right. And it's like, I don't, what, who, what right do I have to do this? Right. He's just chilling. If Pan was at the supermarket, I could shoot him. Yes. But we're in Point blank in the supermarket, you crossed the barrier. You knew. You knew. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is my land. Sorry to Aiden's ears. He's <laughs> fucking editing this. <laughs> I really hope you forget about this bit and you're listening to that at full oh, volume. Oh, God, it's going to happen. I'm going to text you and say, hey, uh, around like the one hour mark, uh, I did a bit that's really quiet. So don't forget to turn your headphones <laughs> all the way up and you'll be like, oh, okay, here I go. Because that's what you sound like when you edit. <laughs> that is, Sorry. it's not like the voice of a digitized British gentleman. No. It is. Oh, golly, okay. Future Aiden here. I remembered to fix the mic clipping beforehand so my ears did not bleed. Anyway, there's a few fun answers to this question <laughs> that I'd like to dive into. Oh, please do. Um, this person was talking about Bigfoot specifically, and they said, no, in fact, I have seen him. It was a life-changing moment to know that there's more to this planet. It was an awe moment. I did not fear him initially, and maybe it was infrasound... Uh, infrasound. Infrasound is what they wrote. Oh, God. I'm not sure what they're implying. Infrared. Yeah, like intuition. I don't know. What? Normally, I'd be running. Time did stand still in those few moments as my brain processed what I was looking at. As it left, I felt fear, but minimally. I think it was him allowing me to see him in full as he stood at the edge of the road. I was on my way to work and almost there. I passed this road, uh, and then sh they just go into, like, where it happened, but that's unimportant. Excuse me, my child. <laughs> you have lived a fulfilling life. I will allow of you. Of kindness. You may see me once, only on the way to work. No one will ever believe you, but, but you will not care because you will be satisfied knowing I am real and that I have chosen you. There's more to the planet than just life. And thus, I shall fade away. And don't shoot Wee, me. Don't shoot That'd me. That'd be fucking rude. That'd be fucking rude. So that person says no. Right. Ever, basically, everybody said no, I think it's rude, or no, unless it attacked me. But I have kind of a hot take, which is yes, because evidence. <laughs> what? You could, you could just, don't shoot it. If, you could ask it and be like, hey, you want to come out to the people world? No, but see, if I shoot any kind of cryptid and i injure not shoot to kill i'm i'm rolling for what are you gonna do? you're gonna shoot mothman i'm rolling for non-lethal damage i'm gonna shoot mothman in the foot and yeah yeah you're what are you gonna do he's still totally able to tear you in half he's not gonna be down on the ground going ah okay well then I'll, I'll shoot him like in the arm or something Somewhere, like, in a shoulder where they're like, ah, ah, what you, what, ah, and I'll be like, oh, ah, I know where the nearest hospital is. <laughs> oh, quickly, get in my, oh, I, shit, I, who I shot was... that gun? It's not, and I'll, I'll, bang, gun, shoot, Mothman, shoulder, kapow, throw the gun, pile of leaves, Mothman is in such pain that I'm like, oh, quickly, quickly, my friend, here, let me usher you to a hospital, and then evidence, and me and the Mothman are friends. And, but but and, your friendship is founded on a lie yeah. that you didn't shoot him. Well, most of my friendships are so like. <laughs> so at the not. end of the second act, he's gonna find out <laughs> but then, about the lie. But then we've bonded for but real, and I'm like, oh no, real. it's not what it looks like. 
But you'll have to, like, redeem yourself in his eyes like by, I, like, predicting a future tragic event on your own in his stead while he couldn't do it because he was sick in the hospital. Right. Sick from a gunshot wound. <laughs> it got infected. He's got bullet sickness. He's got bullet sickness. He's allergic. I've been sent out by, like, a museum curator and they're like, get that Mothman. And then I'm, like, in a shady meeting with them, like, you know, in that scary museum from the Curious George movie. And then I turn around and the Mothman's there and he's like, what? I thought what we had was real. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not what it looks like. Ah, I was just telling the museum off. And he's like, no, I see who you really are. And then he pulls out like the gun that's covered in leaves that I had. And it's got a little bullet on it. And it says four Mothman. And then he drops like a large rock that has a drawing of your two faces on it that was established <gasps> earlier. Oh, no. And he plunks that down on the desk. And he's like, you can keep this. And he walks away. <gasps> that's so sad. I'd still do it, though, because Moth- <laughs> Mothman proof. And also, I could make incredible royalties on a fucking Hallmark movie. Because so. you fall in love, as we've established. Mothman yeah. is your top pick. Obviously. My top pick. <laughs> so I'd shoot a cryptid. No, y- hold on. <laughs> We're going to sit in this moment. Let us- let's stew in it for a second. Let's stew in it. I want everyone to think about what Maddie just said. And okay, now we're moving on to a new thing, which is, is it legal to kill a cryptid? Oh, a very good question. So I have a Reddit post here from someone who's asking this question. They have a short story. Their post reads, I posted this on r slash legal advice, but they banned me because they thought I was trolling them. (laughs) Oh, good. So I hope you guys could help me out on this. I was driving my cousin to his place of work, and we got there early. It was still dark, so we decided to wait next door, which is a gym and has plenty of light and cameras. As we were driving next door, there's a forest behind the buildings, and there's a small opening between the buildings that lead into the woods. As we were going across, we saw a deer, and told my cousin, hey, look, a deer. (laughs) Like you do! We both saw it, and almost immediately starting feeling very weird. The more we looked at it, the more we felt something was not right. My cousin then said, why doesn't its eyes reflect your lights? I had my lights right on him. And he was right. I didn't see any reflection. The uneasy feeling grew and more and more until I realized it was fear. I thought to myself, why the hell am I so afraid? Then I turned to my cousin and told him, hey, I don't think that's a deer. We looked back and it then started to move. Its feet moved like noodles. All four of them. (laughs) Like you had a long string and you moved it back and forth really fast. That's what we saw. I started to say out loud, whoa, whoa, whoa. I then pulled out my revolver from my holster. Oh, yes. As as if the thing knew what it was doing, it went back into the forest. Me and my cousin kind of nervously laughed it off like, oh, normal thing. But we still talk about it and we have made sure not to leave the house anymore without our guns. We both have a license to carry and both have our license to kill big game. But my question. Oh, right. Is it legal for me to go into the forest and hunt these things down and kill them and post my findings on social media? I know this sounds like horse shit of the highest order. (laughs) But the thing is, is if these things are out there, then I want people to know that they are there and want them to be aware of the things in this world. Again, I cannot express how much of a serious question I am trying to make here. Thank you for your time. This guy is saying the same thing as me, which is, yes, you should shoot it because evidence. It doesn't say in the Constitution. 
I don't remember George Franklin ever telling me I couldn't shoot Bigfoot or the spaghetti deer. George Franklin? Yes. So I think it's legal to do so if you are being threatened. But also, I don't know why you would ever want to shoot this spaghetti deer because he's clearly a shyster and a goofy guy. Right. And I love him. He's just cool. I would kill to have like a weird deer friend who had spaghetti legs. That sounds like the funniest thing in the world to me. Is it illegal to tame the spaghetti deer? Yes, I want to be his friend. I want to ride him like a horse. Right. All right, so we're going to both go out into the woods and find a spaghetti deer to make our best friends. And to make and, spaghetti. And to make spaghetti with. Oh, they'd be so good at stirring that pot with those weird wanky legs. Wanky legs. Uh-oh, that's a different thing. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh, raggy. Anyway, end of our show. That's a great note to leave you people on. That's all, folks. So if you want to support us, please do share the show with your friends. We're but babes in the woods, and we're not paying for any sort of advertisement. So we're relying on word of mouth. And good faith and goodwill. God bless America. And God bless Noodle Deer. God bless Noodle Deer. Look at him go. Off into the distance as that banjo music comes in. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, mm, wow. There he goes, playing him off as he rides into the sunset. Running off in tandem with the Oklahoma octopus. Oh. As they shuffle along together. They're boyfriends. Aww. Because they both have squiggly legs and they can relate to each other on the struggles. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs>